Oh, welcome to the Mofo Show. Time to kick out that episode to make the fans get what they want. <clears throat> I had a fucking nightmare last night, so let's talk about fucking nightmares today. One of my favorite songs, Avenged Sevenfold. Ooh, it's your fucking nightmare. I think the best lyrics about nightmares to me I gotta give it to Lizzie Hale of Hailstorm. Oh, Lizzie Hale. I keep a record of the wreckage in my life. I gotta recognize the weapon in my mind. Sometimes a song just talks to you. And Lizzie was talking to me in that lyric. My father once asked me if I ever thought about the people I killed. I told them once I thought about were the ones I didn't kill. That's really what I see in my nightmares. For years, I've had nightmares about the ones I didn't kill. The DNA soldier that pointed his gun at our tactical working dog. The fuckhead who fired the RPG at me from the mosque. The drugged out USPI fucking dipshit that climbed up our wire and was trying to get into our patrol base. The two fuckers with shovels we caught at 2 a.m. that convinced our PL they were going to unclog a stuck irrigation trench. Until a month ago, I thought that was my PTSD. The faces of the assholes who'd go on hunt my, hurt my brothers, my fellow units. Hypervigilance is probably my big one, but the quiet killer for me has always been nightmare. I know everybody's got their own level, their own feeling, their own depth on these. You know, when it comes down to trauma, obviously, everything comes down to trauma. But the level of the trauma in which your interaction was with. So, there's a whole DBT section, dialectical behavior therapy, on dealing with nightmares. And I thought I'd read that to you today. Maybe this... uh, Maybe this does a little something for somebody, right? So they have their own nightmare protocol, step by step. When nightmares keep you from sleeping. So the first thing they suggest is to practice relaxation, pleasant imagery, and coping skills first to be sure you are ready to work on changing your nightmares. So I love getting raggy on the hippy-dippy shit, but... The bottom line here is you got to put in the work. I mean, you can't just follow this checklist and boom, nightmare free, but work on it. So we do progressive relaxation, paced breathing, and or wise mind exercises. Listen to music or guided imagery. Review the distress tolerance crisis survival skills. Basically, we got to check in with ourselves here. I know there's nights that I don't want to go to sleep because I don't want to have the nightmares. But you got to force that relaxation. Because let's face it, sleep is everything. Everything to our well-being. There's many facets that interact with our well-being, yes, but sleep is the easiest one that has so many negative impacts when we're not doing it, when we're not getting it. And any reason that your brain has you so fired up that you don't want to sleep. This is this is an issue, right? 
So number two, choose a reoccurring nightmare that you would like to work on. This will be your target nightmare. Select a nightmare you can manage now. Put off trauma nightmares until you're ready to work with them. Or if you target a trauma nightmare, move to the next step. So for me, my nightmares shift constantly. But they're all about failure, anxiety and failure. You know, like I'm out at the gas station and, and the dude starts robbing the gas station and he you know, like pulls the gun and does the shit. And I'm like, yes, here I am. This is it. It's the moment I've trained for my entire life. I've done this. I've been in a few gunfights. Guess what? I'm still here. Let's go. So I reach behind my back for my Hellcat and I pull it out of the holster and draw it and point it at him and say, hey, fucker, drop it. And I realize I'm holding a banana. I'm sure some of you guys just laughed because it's fucking ridiculous, but my brain is fucking ridiculous. And that's it. That's what the basis of my cognitive distortion is, is that I'm going to fail when it matters the most. I'm going to put my life on the line to do something, and it's just going to be over for the stupidest reason. I hate these nightmares. It's like those reoccurring nightmares where you're falling, or those reoccurring nightmares where you're just a, a half a second too slow trying to run in front of the car. You know, and it's just that slow motion stupidity, and it just it makes me crazy. So these these dreams are very easy for me to target. Very easy. So, write down the target nightmare. Include sensory descriptions, the sights, the smells, the sounds, the tastes, etc. Like, seriously, write this shit down. I get so mad and people are like, oh, journaling. We should journal. We have to journal these things. But I'll tell you what. When I have been forced to write shit down and I go back and look at it, it matters. Most of the time I find my own solution in what I wrote. So try it, man. If we want to get past these nightmares, we've got to write this shit down. Choose a changed outcome for the nightmare. The change should occur before anything traumatic or bad happens to you or others in the nightmare. Especially, you want to come up with a change that will prevent the bad outcome of the usual nightmare. So that's it, man. We're rewriting our story. We are just creatively rewriting our story. And again, we're not ready to hit trauma let's work on the little things right so for me i'm gonna rewrite that gas station story and maybe i'll just make sure that i pressure check my edc before i leave the truck i'm one of those guys i keep my my hellcat on a little magnet in the dashboard you know and just pop it off and then i got a little clip-in holster so I don't like driving. I'm, I'm a small of the back carry guy, right? And everyone can groan and tell me how fucking stupid I am. Oh, my God, don't carry small on your back. If you fall down, if you this, if you that. I'm comfortable with small of the back carry because I can tuck it in under a T-shirt, no bulge, no shit. Yes, I understand the holster on the side of the hip is a, just whatever. Just let me be dumb. But anyway, so I just pressure check my EDC, right? And I'm going to make that a part of my dream. I'm going to make that a part of knowing, knowing that the Hellcat is in the holster, not the banana. I'm going to try it. Of course, then it's just going to be like a piece of watermelon or a tube of toothpaste or some other shit that comes out of my holster. But I'm going to see if I can beat it. I'm going to write this down, and then I'm going to rehearse it. 
So we're going to write down the full nightmare with the changes, and then we're going to rehearse and relax each night before going to sleep. And I know how ridiculous this sounds, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to try it, and I'm going to give you feedback because I'm sick of these fucking nightmares. Just sick of them. I'm going to rehearse. I'm going to relax during the day. I'm going to get all this shit straight. I'm going to worry about this stuff when I'm awake so that maybe it won't be there when I'm trying to sleep. I don't know. Maybe this shit's all made up. I don't know. I'm going to give it a whirl. I got nothing to lose. But that brings us to uh, a really important section that they get into that I, I think this is cool, right? Sleep hygiene protocol. And I've actually got a really cool uh, sleep hygiene protocol from uh, Stronghope. Unfortunately, I lent that material to one of my therapists. So when I get that back, I'll go over that. But this, uh, this is the DBT sleep hygiene protocol. When you can't sleep, what to do instead of ruminating, right? Because at the end of the day, how many times do we sit there and just fucking ruminate? We just lay there in bed, angry at the world, staring at the ceiling, hearing the clicks and chirps and settling and all this goddamn dog farts in his sleep and, oh, fuck, why am I not sleeping, right? And I get mad and I ruminate. So, to increase the likelihood of restfulness and sleep, develop and follow a consistent sleep schedule even on weekends. Go to bed and get up at the same time each day and avoid anything longer than a 10-minute nap during the day. Do not use your bed in the daytime for things like watching TV, talking on the phone, or reading. Bed is for sleeping. I mean, right before bed, we can talk about some other activities, but that's a whole other episode. Avoid caffeine, nicotine, alcohol, heavy meals, and exercise late in the day before going to sleep. <laughs> How many of you fuckers just said, yeah, right? Yeah, I did too. All right, I quit the nicotine, though. Those of you that know me, you know I always had a fucking half a can on my lip. And it's been, Jesus, it's coming up on eight months. Eight months without a chew. I'm pretty excited about that. But yeah, I drink. I'm not going to lie about that. I drink. But when our sleep is failing, sometimes we got to knock off the shit before we go to sleep. Skip the drink to try to pass out and just don't drink that afternoon. I mean, we're talking about the days where you need to sleep and you know you need to sleep. I'm not going to sit here and tell you never drink again. I am and will continue to be completely sober today. This is not by choice. It's because... I didn't go to the liquor store. And I'm not going to go to the liquor store because I'm going to go work on that goddamn soft tail. So, not by choice, but by circumstance, I'm going to be completely sober today. Now, I had three beers last night. Guess what I had last night? Fucking nightmare. Are those related? I don't know. But tonight, I'm not going to drink. It's Monday. I don't need to have a drink. So, I'm just going to rehearse my shit and I'm going to avoid alcohol. I'm going to avoid the heavy meals. And, yeah, I'm going to give that a whirl. And when I'm prepared to go to sleep, I'm going to turn off the light. I'm going to keep the room quiet and the temperature comfortable and relatively cool. I love sleeping cold. I love it. I want a heavy blanket, a cold pillow, and a fan. That's what I want. And that's what I use. And that's what I get. And that part of my life is right. Give yourself a half an hour at most an hour to fall asleep. If it doesn't work, evaluate whether you are calm or anxious, even if only background anxiety or ruminating, right? 
So if you're in bed for more than a half an hour and you are not asleep, get up. Get up. Go read a book. Go do something. Because we don't want to associate the bed with not being able to sleep, right? Do not catastrophize. Remind yourself that you need rest and aim for a reverie, i.e. dreaminess and resting your brain. Sell yourself on the idea that staying awake is not a catastrophe. Do not decide to give up on sleeping for the night and get up for the day. If you're calm but wide awake, get out of bed, go to another room, read a book, do something, some other activity that will not wake you up further. As you begin to get tired and or sleepy, go back to bed. If you are anxious or ruminating, use the cold water tip skill. Get right back in bed and do the paced breathing tip skill. Seek stress tolerance, hand up, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I'm not going to get into that, right? If you're anxious or ruminating, calm yourself down using whatever tactic that you know how, right? Work it out. Don't lay in bed and do this. Get up, sit down. Maybe just start writing. You're bugging. Just write it out. Try the 9 to 0 meditation practice. Breathe in deeply and breathe out slowly, saying in your mind the number 9. On the next breath out, say 8. And then 7. Until you're breathing out, saying 0. Then start over. This time with 8 instead of 9. And then by 7 instead of 8. Until you reach a zero. Then you start out with six as you breathe out, and so on and zero. So you're just you're just hammering this down. Just give it a try. It's very calming. Reassure yourself that worries in the middle of the night are just middle of the night thinking, and that in the morning you will think and feel differently. I'm gonna read that again. Reassure yourself that the worries in the middle of the night are just middle of the night thinking and that in the morning you will think and feel differently. Never, ever let the thoughts of the night make the decision. Never. It's that goddamn voice. It's that fucking and that motherfucker will turn us inside out. We do not buy into that voice. We make our decisions in the daylight, period. When that guy starts talking to you, shut him the fuck up in the middle of the night. Fucking chokeslam. RKO that motherfucker. We are not letting that happen. Read an emotionally engrossing novel for a few minutes until you feel somewhat tired. Then stop reading, close your eyes, and try to continue the novel in your head. Okay, that's a little different. For me, I just pick out field manuals from the Army and start reading them. Nothing has ever made me want to sleep more than a goddamn FM. Nightmares are a thing, man. Nightmares are real. We start reliving them during the day. We relive those events as they happen. They're horrifying. But you know what we can do is we can just let that stigma out of the box, right? We can just let that, ah, I don't have nightmares, I'm weak shit out, just admit it. Yeah, the nightmares come. When those demons come in the middle of the night, we don't listen to those fucking voices, right? So I'm going to try this shit. I'm going to write down my nightmare. I'm going to write down my solution to how I can make that nightmare not a negative thing. And I'm going to think about that today. 
I'm gonna let you guys know if that works or if I'm just ridiculous. But hey, anything that we can try, any little tip that's gonna give us something, we're gonna go for it. All right. All right, guys. If you got two wheels, get out, kick those tires, light those fires, go fast, don't die, and remember safety third.